0: Our next speaker uh, is going to tell you a lot of things that are going to blow your mind. And I encourage you to get out a pen and a pad and prepare to take some notes. Copious amounts of notes. If there was one particular speaker that I would say film every word this person says, I would say our next presenter is is one of those speakers. So, ladies and gentlemen, our next speaker is a corporate advisor, entrepreneur, financier, storyteller, professor, and inventor. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand to your feet and greet Dr. David Martin. One more time, folks. Let's hear for David Martin. Thanks,
1: brother. Good afternoon. I I, I always love when I'm introduced as as a guy who you need to take notes with because these are about rallies, these are about excitement. And the last time I I was at a rally or anything exciting, we we had balloons and we had popcorn and not notepads and pens. But I have to tell you that Clay is right. If you're gonna take notes, make sure that you take notes. But the most important notes to take I'm a warning you are in the first three slides, so if you get lazy, don't try to pace yourself. Make sure you get everything in the first three slides, and the best thing about that is if you really need the slides, I'll make sure that everybody has a copy of this because I'll let the conference uh, share them around. So here we go. I cannot be on stage anywhere without asking you first and foremost, do not participate in the propaganda of this conspiracy. Number one. There is no SARS coronavirus 2. There is a bioweapon that in 1999 was paid for by Anthony Fauci, was patented at the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill in 2002. It was the recombinant coronavirus which had the following protocol that was actually a bioweapon created by NIAID for this very moment. And that bioweapon was an infectious replication defective, their words, not mine, infectious replication defective clone of coronavirus. 1999, people, this bioweapon was engineered to destroy humanity. And if we started talking about a bioweapon and not a vaccine or a virus, we'd get a lot of progress. Number two, there is no COVID-19. There is influenza-like illness. And that influenza-like illness has been around for a long time and will be around for a long time. When the World Health Organization invented the notion COVID-19, it is the first disease in human history to have no clinical diagnostics, none. It's diagnosed by committee and symptom because we had to make up the term asymptomatic carrier, which does not exist. You are healthy. That's what you are, because you're human. That's it. You are not an asymptomatic carrier of anything other than their nonsense. Stop using their language. And fourth and most importantly, there is no vaccine. There is a bio weapon that is being injected, which was engineered, and I want you to read this on the screen behind me because this is from 2015, Peter Dashik, the very man who is the Wuhan money launderer in chief for Anthony Fauci, the very man who violated the United States law by outsourcing gain of function research except for UNC Chapel Hill which kept it going legally because they got an exemption from Anthony Fauci to a moratorium. Did you hear what I just said? An exemption to a moratorium, doesn't feel like a moratorium if there's the, oh by the way, we told you not to do it, keep doing it. In 2015, this quote was made by Peter Dashik at the National Academy of Sciences, until an infectious disease crisis is very real, present, and at the emergency threshold it is often largely ignored. To sustain public funding. Do you hear him say to sustain public health? No. To sustain public funding beyond the crisis, he said we need to increase the public understanding for the need for medical countermeasures such as a pan influenza or pan coronavirus vaccine. Did you read what's on this screen? 2015, the conspiracy of domestic terror was publicly declared. And you guys think this started in December of 2019, when a bat and a pangolin walked into a bar in Wuhan and hung out and went on a bender? You're supposed to believe that story, except for the conspiracy was published. These are their own words. And by the way, before you actually think that I'm making this up, let's read the next sentence, shall we? A key driver is the media, and the economics will follow the hype. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, the economics, I thought we were talking about public health. The economics will follow the hype. We need to use that hype to our advantage to get to the real issues. Investors will respond if they see profit at the end of the process. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the admission of five felonies in the United States. Five, I'm gonna unpack them for you, so stay with me. This is the admission of five felonies in the United States, and not a single governor, not a single Department of Justice member, not a single U.S. attorney, not a single attorney general, not a single elected official in this country will actually allow this quote to go into the public record. So guess what? It's on you to do it. This is the quote that you need to send to every single elected representative, every single appointed representative, every school board. This is an admission of a felony criminal conspiracy to kill and maim Americans. And you know what you guys did in 2016 when this got published? Anybody? Nothing. That's when the criminal conspiracy was made public. And this is one that's gonna be very awkward for many of you to embrace, but I don't care. Sometimes we have to embrace a hard truth. On September the 18th, 2019, anybody following the numbers here, 2019, September 18th, 2019, the World Health Organization in their Global Preparedness Monitoring Board gathering got together and said that we need to create a global simulation of the release of a respiratory pathogen, which was gonna go from September of 2019 to September of 2020, a global campaign. The day after that document was published, President Donald Trump signed this executive order, and I want you to read what's in this executive order. This vaccine platform technologies include DNA, mRNA, virus-like S-particles, vector-based, and self-assembling nanoparticle vaccines. The day after the Chinese NIAID and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in criminal conspiracy, in interlocking directorates, in racketeering, declared that they were gonna declare war on the world, Donald Trump signed an executive order actually mandating that the toxin be released on the public. Right there it is in his own executive order. Now, listen to what I have to say. Did he premeditate that executive order? No. But we must be careful, people, because it doesn't matter which one among us stands in positions of authority, we must embrace the reality that if we are not accountable for every word that we say, every action we take, we open up ourselves to compromise, and if we are going to win the campaign for the hearts and minds and livelihood and soul of this country, we must commit ourselves to absolute integrity. No exceptions. Zero exceptions. Now this is the slide that Clay warned you about. The good news is if you download the Fauci dossier, which you can download online, you can actually see a lot of this, but this is the one to take the pictures of. This is the one you do not want to let go because on the left-hand side are felonies punishable by 99 years in prison and up to $100 million per incidence fine. Anybody think that Anthony Fauci should be 99 years in prison and $100 million fine? for every violation he's committed? I think so too, but let's go through them. 18 U.S. Code, Section 2339C, Funding and Conspiring Acts of Terror. Ladies and gentlemen, since he took his position as the highest paid federal employee in our country, Anthony Fauci has had $191 billion that have passed through his fingers. $191 billion of your money has gone through his fingers to build and finance terror. 18 U.S. Code, Section 2339C, funding and conspiring to commit acts of terror, dead to rights, he's done it. 18 U.S. Code, Section 2331 and following, acts of domestic terrorism resulting in the death of American citizens. Ladies and gentlemen, Section 802 of the Patriot Act makes it abundantly clear that you cannot Legally compel a population to do anything out of fear or coercion. Anything. That includes losing your job. That includes not going to school. That includes not going to your churches. That includes not being the leadership of churches that is blackmailed into saying that it's okay to take a bioweapon because God said it was okay. And what would Jesus do? You cannot do that. Conspiring to commit acts of terror includes people who allegedly claim ignorance. You know what you cannot claim in a felony criminal case? I didn't know what I was doing. You know what? You did know what you were doing. And you are liable for what you did. 18 U.S. Code section 1001, lying to Congress. Hey, people, if you do one thing out of this meeting, please do the following do not donate another dollar to Rand Paul. And I'm telling you why. Rand Paul has on three occasions had the criminal evidence against Fauci in his possession. I know because we had it delivered to him. That's how I know he has it. And three times he has actually cross-examined Anthony Fauci. He has actually gotten Anthony Fauci to lie to Congress and not one time has Rand Paul delivered a knockout blow by presenting the felony evidence and getting the Capitol Police and the FBI to cuff Fauci and walk him out of the Congress. Guess what? Rand Paul is using his faux faux fight with Fauci as a way to raise money for his campaign. That's monetizing an act of terror, that's not being a patriot. And if you want to get really clear on this, send the Rand Paul campaign a little note saying, happy to donate when you deliver the knockout blow. Little side note, on 18 US code section 1001, and this is an important one. In October of 2020, while we were all talking about masks or social distancing or whether or not a vaccine would ever be developed and all that kind of nonsense, while we were being distracted, the Department of Health and Human Services was required by Congress to send a report to Congress in which NIH was supposed to disclose all of their financial interest in COVID-19 patents. For those of you who are listening, there are over 4,000, listen, over 4,000 patents derived from U.S. government funded research. And under the bayh Act, those patents have marching rights for the United States government and financial interest to the agencies that gave the grants, got it? In October of 2020, when that report was delivered to Congress, Francis Collins and Anthony Fauci lied to Congress in a written report, failing to disclose, not some, failing to disclose 100% of their financial interest in COVID-19. They lied to Congress and you know what? No one did, nobody held them accountable. Guess what you can do? You can actually encourage every one of your elected and appointed representatives, you can encourage everyone that you know to either act or keep harassing them until they do act. Because this information is your responsibility now because now you know it. You cannot plead ignorance either. 18 US code, sorry, 15 US code section one through three, which is conspiring to commit a criminal activity. This is where it gets a little deep, but stay with me. 125 years ago, we were worried about names like Rockefeller and Carnegie and all these other names. We were worried about them because it turns out that 70 people, seven zero, 70 people, ran over 80% of the businesses in America. We said that wasn't okay. And we developed two very important laws, the Sherman Act and the Clayton Act, antitrust laws. We used those laws, by the way, to go after organized crime in the 1920s, along with the internal revenue laws that we also used to go after organized crime. But 15 U.S. Code section one through three, the conspiring to, co- uh, to, to commit a criminal commercial activity is something that since 1999, Anthony Fauci, Ralph Barrick, and Peter Daszak have all been engaged in this. They can be arrested tomorrow if any single member of law enforcement actually is paying attention to their sworn oath and their duty to uphold the Constitution. 15 U.S. Code Section 8, market manipulation and allocation. Does anybody remember in April of 2020 when Anthony Fauci sat in the President's Oval Office and talked about how Moderna was going to be the mysterious savior of the world, despite the fact that Moderna had never produced a safe commercial product in its entire operating history. Anybody? You remember that? What you don't remember is that in 2010, when Moderna was started, it was the 10th anniversary of the funding that actually started Moderna. And you don't know what the funding that started Moderna is because nobody talks about it. Because the funding that started Moderna was the National Science Foundation grant called, and I'm ready to deliver the bad news to you, Darwinian Chemical Systems. That's where Moderna comes from. And let's go back and take a little time machine journey, 22 years in the past. Let's jump into that grant application and let's ask the question, Darwinian Chemical Systems. Hey, Dave, why would somebody want to invent Darwinian Chemical Systems? Well, let's read it, shall we? If we open up the grant and we read the grant, it says that in a post-extinction event, anybody comfortable? You guys all good with post-extinction events? In a post-extinction event, we wanna see if we can get mRNA to write into DNA the code to start human evolution again. That's the 10 year grant that started Moderna. So every fact checker at PolitiFact and Reuters and USA Today and every fact checker anywhere in the world overlooks a very inconvenient reality. The inconvenient reality is Darwinian Chemical Systems was to use RNA to write into the DNA of life. And now you're told, oh, no, 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 Dave, that can't happen. The thing we inject doesn't write into life. Except for the fact that the 20-year funding record of the company that's actually doing it proved that that's what happened. Is anybody uncomfortable with a bioweapon known to write into life an extinction event of life? That feels uncomfortable to me. And I think if we actually went to every vaccine location and actually put up this is not a vaccine, it's a bioweapon, and then added, by the way, this is a bioweapon formed for a post-extinction rewrite of the human genome, I think a few people would actually pause for a second and go, well, I didn't know that. I thought I was doing my patriotic duty getting my flu shot. You're not. You're actually getting a bioweapon engineered by and for post-extinction humanity. I'm all about not post-extinction humanity. I can't get an amen because I'm not a preacher, but I think there's a time for an amen, and this would be one of those. We are not in post-extinction conversations. We're in pre-forget about extinction. We're in today. And let's do the last one, 15 U.S. Code section 19, the interlocking directorates. This is one that says that you are not allowed to get companies that actually have competing interests to get together and fix prices. That's racketeering, it's all those nasty things. And guess what we have? We have Pfizer and Moderna and Anthony Fauci, all of them financial interested. We have Justin Trudeau. Oh, Dave, you're not gonna be mean to a Canadian. They'll go, hey. Well, yeah, I am, I'm gonna be mean to a Canadian because here we go, Justin Trudeau, who actually failed to disclose to any Canadian that the Canadian government gets a kickback for every one of the Pfizer and Moderna shots because acutous, and Arbutus Pharmaceuticals, both out of British Columbia, are the ones that invented the lipid nanoparticle that is licensed to inject the pathogen into everybody. Canada wins every time there's a shot, which may explain why Justin Trudeau ordered 10 times more vaccines than there are Canadians, including the moose. Why would we need 10 times more doses than the sum total of all of Canada plus the moose? Well, it turns out it's racketeering because if I'm getting a kickback for every dollar I spend, guess what I get to do? I get to pocket a whole lot of money from all over the world, which is exactly what happened. We've gone through the civil code, but I wanna only point out one of these because I have a short amount of time. 21 code of federal regulations, Regulations, subsection 50.24. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot give informed consent if you're coerced. Did you hear what I just said? You cannot give informed consent if you're coerced. And you can't do that not just because you can't do that. You can't do that because it's illegal to do it. So even if you did try to do it, you'd be breaking the law. And it is illegal to coerce any form of consent because last time I checked, coerced consent is rape. If we called it what it is, if we said that United Airlines is the pro-rape airline, if we said Costco or Walmart or Amazon were the pro-rape companies, you know how many minutes we'd actually have people supporting that? That's why I told you to stop using the term vaccine. It's a bioweapon, call it what it is, and the act of injecting anything into a human being without their consent is violation of bodily integrity and it's rape. Call it what it is. You have all been told that Jacobson allegedly is the Supreme Court case that we all need to listen to because Jacobson said it's legal to immunize a population. Now that's convenient if you're CNN and Sanjay Gupta and you have your head so far up your posterior that you actually can't even breathe. But if you were actually were a sentient air-breathing human being, you'd realize that Jacobson never said that anybody has an obligation or even a right to vaccinate anybody. Jacobson said, "And you ready for this? Here's a good idea coming. Jacobson said, if you don't do it, you pay a $5 fine. I got an idea. I got an idea. Let's crowdsource everybody's $5 Jacobson premium. Let's just pass an offering plate. Let's just say, guess what? We're gonna plead Jacobson. What if we stopped being anti-vaxx and we started being branded as pro-Jacobson? We reserve the right to pay a $5 fine and tell you to take your vaccine and stuff it up your own orifice. I think we could crowdsource that. And I think Americans would love to know that one of the options that was afforded under Jacobson is you could pay a $5 fine and not get the vax. That's what the Jacobson case actually says, and it never has and it never will say that you can be forced to be vaccinated. But this is the case we should look at even more, which is the Supreme Court case that nobody talks about from 1934, Home Building and Loan Association versus Bladesdale. And what makes this case important is the text, which is why I wanted to highlight it. Emergency does not create power, emergency does not increase granted power or remove or diminish the restrictions imposed upon power. But let's jump to the bold. Remember that the Supreme Court in this decision was saying, hey, you know what, emergency powers are important, but the Constitution was actually written during an emergency. Little known fact, there was a war going on. So to pretend that somehow or another, the framers of the Constitution were all sitting, sipping French wine in Monticello, while well, everything was just peaches and cream down in, I don't know, Boston or Philadelphia or Charleston, South Carolina, they weren't. It was in the middle of an active war. Important little fact. And look at what the Supreme Court exactly said. And they are not altered by emergency. No governor's declaration. No statement that has ever been made to coerce or cajole or manipulate your behavior whatsoever has even a foundational argument in the Supreme Court precedent that no one is talking about. Guess what we should start talking about, people? That in in 1774, King George committed what were called the Four Intolerable Acts. I've decided to give you the four intolerable acts of the COVID campaign of terror. And I'm giving you that because it's important that we realize that if we are going to plead our case in any position, whether it's in a courtroom, whether it's in a city council, whether it's a school board, we need to be correct, we need to be precise, and we need to stipulate the laws that have been violated. So let's go through. Amendment number one, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion guess what, Congress has weaseled their way into allowing the Department of Labor and the Commerce Clause to do their dirty work for them. Your first amendment was violated by the Commerce Clause. Your first amendment was violated by the way the Department of Labor currently operates. Because it turns out that Congress didn't pass a law that said that you had to get vaccinated, but I can tell you that there's a deafening silence isn't there. Do you remember the executive order that the commander-in-chief, the bumbling Joe Biden, actually, actually said we were going to have that, that, that mandate that everybody was going to have to be vaccinated? Remember that statement? And do you remember that he instructed the Department of Labor to come up with a rule that would actually enforce employers of over 100 people to all vaccinate their employees? And, and have you noticed the stunning silence of that mandate seems to never be forthcoming from the Department of Labor? Anybody notice that? Despite the fact that they're already claiming victory for the mandate, that doesn't exist. Because they have established a law that in fact is the establishment of a religion. And here's the religion they believe in. The doctrine of Fauci. The doctrine of Fauci is very simple. You are asymptomatic carriers. You are a disease. There is only but one savior and that is an NID funded vaccine. You didn't take enough of it when we had influenza, so we're going to manufacture the illusion of a pathogen. We are going to create a domestic terrorism campaign so that you embrace the loving arms of that beautiful vaccine. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no mandate because there will be no mandate. They are playing on your fears. They are not playing on the law because they know this law and they know that they are violating the Supreme Court rulings and the first amendment in our Bill of Rights, if they even do it. Second, COVID intolerable act, amendment four of our beautiful constitution. Amendment four, the right of people shall be secure in their persons, their houses, their papers, and their effects. You know what we never talk about? We never talk about the Fourth Amendment, but guess what's been violated by every single decree that every single governor and every single public health officer has done over the last 22 months? That we are not secure in our homes, we're not secure in our businesses, we're not secure in our properties, we're not secure in our churches, we're not secure anywhere. And guess what? That doesn't say, that doesn't say except for the case of emergency, it says you are secure, period. That's it. And it gets a little better. If you're not secure, you know whose burden of proof it is to prove that you've done something wrong? Not yours, theirs. Listen, people, I love to hear people talk about how rah-rah patriotic they are, and they're out there doing their things, and but we're letting them do it. Stop, stop reciting their doctrine of COVID and coronavirus. Stop reciting their doctrine of vaccines. Start using the language. Campaign of terror, bioweapon. Start using those languages and then actually show them, are you ready for this? Something tiny like the Bill of Rights. Amendment five. Now you are all law and order experts. I'm sure you've probably sat there listening to the, your law and order moments. And you think that law and order you know, the Fifth Amendment is, hey, I I don't have to incriminate myself, but the, the Fifth Amendment does a little bit more. Can you look at that, that bottom phrase in the Fifth Amendment that we never talk about? Nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. How many of you small business owners have gotten just compensation for your business closures? Anybody? How many physicians have gotten just compensation for lost revenue? How many people have been maligned like me and so many of the speakers who are coming today and tomorrow? How many of us have gotten just compensation for the seizure of our property in the form of our means of communication, our networks, our social media, our everything else, the ways in which we communicate? How many of us have gotten any just compensation for that? We've not just not gotten just compensation, ladies and gentlemen, we've been deprived of our liberties and we've been deprived of the rights granted under this document. And it is absolutely critical that we see that they knew they were doing it because they actually changed their own definitions of words like vaccine and public health and emergency to accommodate their acts of terror. Amendment six, due process. Anybody think that we've had any due process over the last 22 months? Not one. Hey, listen, I'm showing you these things, people, because you weren't taught these things in history lessons in school, and you weren't taught them so that you would be victims of this perpetrated crime. If you don't know the laws that are being broken, guess what? You get your information from sources like media, you get your sources from Twitter feeds, you get your sources from crazy things, rather than actually going back and going, oh, you mean we actually had a law and it's been actually violated? Yes, sir. We have had a law, it's been violated. And if we go through the amendment six, it's not only important that we have speedy trial, but the informed of the nature and the cause of accusation. Let's unpack that one for a minute. How many of you think there'd be a successful prosecution in this country if the following information was presented by every single person charged with any violation of any public health order? Let's go through them really quick. A bioweapon was created for Infectious Replication-Defective Targeting of Human Lung Epithelium in 1999 by Anthony Fauci. In 2003, the CDC patented the genome, the entire genome, the nature genome, the illegal patent granted to CDC in 2007 after being thrice rejected by the patent office as illegal. You heard me say that. The CDC, three times, had to fight to get an illegal patent granted, and when in 2007 they got that patent granted, they actually controlled the provenance of everything that had anything to do with SARS coronavirus from that day forward. We the people sat and did nothing. How about in 2012 and 2013, when mysteriously six viral models were uploaded in violation of biological and chemical weapons laws in this country uploaded to a server from China because they were collected from six miners in China. They were uploaded to a server in violation of our domestic terrorism and our bioweapons laws here in the United States. And we had, by written confirmation from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill in 2015, we have Ralph Berrick in his own writing stating that he uploaded the bioweapon information that came from China and started manufacturing it here in the United States. Did you hear what I just said? At this point it's really important to point out, I haven't done a lot of research. I've been following this particular crime as it has unfolded since 1999. You are looking at the face of the guy who was the guy investigating anthrax in September of 2001. That's when I started this. I've been at this game longer than most people even knew there was a game to be at, and certainly longer than anybody who's actually said that they are really deep into COVID. Well, guess what? This is deep. And the point of this presentation is to make sure each and every one of you is equipped, because this is not about getting you excited. This is about getting you armed with information because we have a war that has not started. The war that has not started is for the soul of this country And the weapon that is being used is a genetic chimeric altered bioweapon called the S1 spike protein synthesis compound that is being delivered in a toxin that we know has killed every animal trial that has ever gotten off the ground. So to quote the actual associate vice provost of one of the leading medical institutions here in America, she was told when the Institutional Review Board at her institution in California Was asked to review the protocol for this particular vaccine, and she asked, where are the animal data? She was told, and I quote, this is a straight-to-humans protocol. Did you hear what I just said? It's killed every animal study it's ever gone into, it's killed every animal trial that's ever been done, and this is a straight-to-humans protocol. Ladies and gentlemen, call it what it is. It's premeditated murder. Stop dancing on the side of this thing and jump in the pool. And on our watch, we should not let a single Attorney General or US Attorney, we should not let a single elected official, we should not let a single public health officer get away with any public statement that does not confirm that this is a bioweapons program meant to destroy, maim, and kill the citizens of the United States, and the people of the world. This is a crime, and we need to start treating it like a crime instead of watching a bank robber walk out of a bank and calling the Uber for them. This is about getting Anthony Fauci cuffed and perp walked. That's what this is about. I'm ending because I see Clay Clark, and Clay Clark is the grim reaper of all of my fun and joy. But he's actually doing a great thing because what he's doing is he's keeping us honest and keeping us on time because everybody here who's invested their life and their livelihood and their fortune and their security and their family, like I know I've done, like I know I've given time and effort and energy, and I know that I'm not doing that alone. I know that the amazing Kim Martin, who usually stands on the stage next to me, is right now watching our beautiful daughter get ready for homecoming. So guess what? She wins and I lose because I get you instead of seeing our beautiful daughter at homecoming, but that's okay, because we all believe in the right of what we're doing. But Clay's standing there so everybody else who's come out at great personal cost can have their voice heard. I just wanna end with the answer. The answer is, let's stop diagnosing the problem. Until Anthony Fauci is cuffed, until Ralph Baric is cuffed, and until Francis Collins is cuffed, we're not done. We gotta set a single goal. Anthony Fauci in chains and in jail. That's our goal, because that ends, listen, listen, that ends the emergency use authorization. And what that does is it puts the liability for every injury and death back on the companies. Because the minute we get a felony conviction, the entire EUA has been pierced. If we get a single felony, one felony, There is no shield of immunity, because the 86 Act and the PrEP Act say that you get immunity unless. And there's only one silver bullet, ladies and gentlemen, guess what, I just gave it to you. So let's load this gun of information and let's actually go hunting. Here's what I'm proposing. And I did this, we had the signing ceremony for the new Continental Congress in Yuba City, California at the Church of Glad Tidings on Saturday. If you go online to COVIDCon21.com, COVIDCon21.com, you can actually now electronically sign the new declaration of universal human independence. It is that by nature we are provisioned for life, liberty, livelihood, and we are unrestricted from provisioning. Number one. Number two, we are at liberty to peacefully assemble, speak, disagree, express, believe, and choose. Number three, we have freedom of inquiry, and this is the most important one, with assurance of veracity and providence. We need to make illegal propaganda in this country. It was legalized in 1946, it was re-upped in 2012, and we need to end that. No more propaganda, no more message control, and no more misinformation. And if you do, you're in jail, because it's an act of domestic terror. We are at liberty to exchange value and commerce with transparency. We are afforded access to all of the derivatives of public goods, meaning that no one gets to control internet switches, internet distribution. Nobody gets to control control telephone signals. Nobody gets to control what we've already paid for, because what we own is ours to use. That's what we stand for. And finally, we are organically undefiled from birth to death. And that, by the way, is not just what you don't shoot in your arm or not what you just don't put in your mouth. It goes to one more and probably the most important thing. It's time that we purify what goes in our minds. It's time that we realize that we have allowed the infection of fear to be used as an agency of destruction against us, and it's time that we, the people, actually accept responsibility. If we want pure thoughts, pure actions, and pure deeds, we need to start putting them in here, and we need to get them through here and through here. Let us stand united as humanity. And let us not take another breath, giving them a single ounce of quarter until we have seen justice restored and holiness in this land. Thank you very much. God bless you.
0: What is it get. Ladies, Jill, one more time, let's for Dr. David Martin. All right, I've got a little homework, a little homework for you, a um, little homework for you. If you're here today and you're saying, what can I do? You want this man to meet with an elected official because everything he's saying, it's all cited. He has all the slides, he has all the citations, he has all the resources. And so I'm trying to set up three meetings with this gentleman here, with elected officials in Oklahoma. I'm talking about attorney generals, I'm talking about senators, I'm talking about congressmen. So if people do want to get a hold of you to schedule a meeting with an, with an attorney general or a congressman or a, or a senator, what is the best way, sir, to do that?
1: The best way to do this is we have, and James Perpera, can you stand up? I see you down there. James, you there, James? Right over there. James Purper here in Salt Lake City and I have a platform called activatehumanity.com. The best way to get a hold of us, and there's James, there's me. The best way to get a hold of us is go on to activatehumanity.com and you can actually make sure that we are available to get in front of any elected official, any appointed official, anybody who thinks they're running for a thing. And by the way, don't go to the polls without making sure every candidate has a moment of integrity where they actually either affirm or deny that they're going to let this campaign of terror persist because you should not on November, whether or not you believe in elections, neither here nor there, what I want is I want you to look in the eyes of people and ask them, are you prepared to murder American citizens?
0: One more time, post this here for
1: Dr. David Martin.